Yo, welcome to the Shot by Dame podcast and welcome to another episode. Um, I just want to say I appreciate everyone who's still tuned in. I think we're about eight or nine, what, eight or nine episodes in. Um, I just want to say I truly appreciate everyone who's still tuned in and keeps watching. Um, it goes a long way for everyone who's still following along with this new venture that um, that we're doing. So today we will be talking about um, real estate. I won't be talking about real estate. I brought in a, a guest who's an expertise in real estate. Um, so before we get started, um, Matt, Mikey, how are you guys doing today? Good. Good. I'm great as always, man. Um, so to introduce you guys to our guest today, his name is Ali Sean. He is a real estate agent here in Bakersfield, California. Um, he's an expert at what he does. Um, I'm allow him to introduce himself to you guys. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me today, Damien. I really appreciate it. Um, Definitely here to give you a scoop on real estate like you had asked. My name is Alishana Boss. Um, I am the team leader of the Alishana Boss real estate team brokered by Asian Core Realty. A little bit about myself. I graduated from San Diego State University in 2018. Um, I moved back to Bakersfield, took my real estate test, and I have been doing real estate ever since. Um, So yeah, that's a little bit about me. That's what I do. And Real estate is definitely a passion that I have. Okay. Uh, you, how long did you go to college for? Um, so I started in 2015. I graduated in 2018. So I kind of shaved a year off and I uh, did it in three years. Damn. Okay. Um, and how long have you been doing real estate? Three years. Three years. So since Damn. twenty, since June of 2020, or sorry, June of 2018 and um, all the way until 2020. So a little bit over two years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Does it seem that most people catch on that fast with real estate? You know, I think everyone's different, but um, I feel like most people, they take about five years to be an expert in real estate. Um, There's just so much to learn. Um, My first year for myself was just about learning as much as I could. Um, I wasn't really focused on, you know, making money. It was more of learning the skills, becoming an expert so that I can be better for my clients. Yeah. Um, But I think that I definitely... Just like I did my college experience, did um, learning real estate a little bit faster. I feel like I know a lot about real estate, but I still have so much more to learn for sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So just to give um, the audience and people who who watch um, just kind of a breakdown of how I got into inviting you here onto the podcast. So he recently sold my house, um, which it was a, a crazy experience, a really fast, really fast experience. Um, it was amazing. It was something like, I know you kind of like walked me through it, how fast it would happen and how easy it would be. And I really didn't think it would be that fast and easy. Um, so I appreciate that. Yeah. And, um, I appreciate you coming here as well. And so, um, for, uh, as a thank you from me and my family, um, we actually got you a little gift. Um, did you have it? Uh, you don't need to do that. It's, it's nothing big. It's nothing, I'm pretty sure you already have one. I'm pretty sure you have one. So you can put it wherever you want. Uh-oh. But it's just a small gift. Um, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, I know you just started your real estate team. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that's just an appreciation gift from us to you. Um, 
for helping us helping us so out much. um through that and making it super easy on us you know and and pro- pretty much giving us like the best deal we could possibly get i think that the way your home was sold was a lot faster than i had anticipated it went as best as possible and i think that was probably my easiest sale this year yeah i'm glad it went super smooth for you guys yeah yeah, yeah and we're like i said we're super appreciative <laughs> so okay so just to get into these questions um yeah. Can you break down exactly what a real estate agent does? So every real estate agent is different, but the primary goal of a real estate agent is to help a buyer or help a seller, help a family in general, buy or sell a house. Um, We more or less facilitate the process. Um, We do have other partners involved, such as escrow, such as the lender, transaction coordinators. And there's actually a lot of people employed in a real estate transaction. Okay. Um, but more or less, you know, just like I help you sell, you were my client. So my job was um, to help you facilitate the sale of your house. If I was helping a buyer, it would be, you know, to represent the buyer. And obviously you could represent both parties, but it just kind of depends where we lay in that part of the transaction. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, most of um, most of your like, excuse me. Um, so let's say on most of your clients, do they, do most clients understand what they're getting from a real estate agent or because I know whenever you can like I, I was honestly like clueless I think that um I would say about 50 percent of the people they have never bought a house before they have never sold a house before um so obviously buying a house is very different than selling a house yeah I do work with clients where they have already bought and they have already sold so it is a little bit of an easier process um I've had clients tell me you know we didn't have that great of an experience buying or we didn't have that great of an experience selling and the number one thing I can say is let's change that. I want yeah. you to take anything that you have learned, throw it out the window, and I'm going to give you a whole brand new, fresh experience for you. Um, like real estate should be a really enjoyable process. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be difficult. There doesn't have to be any drama, um, right? Like we sold your house fast, easy. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. You got what you wanted. The buyer got what they wanted. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. Does it happen that way all the time? It does not always happen that way. Uh, Definitely, you know, out of every 10 transactions, 10 families that I help, I'd say probably about one, it's not as smooth as I would like or as they would like. But definitely that's why if you have the expertise to handle it, it could be much worse. But I've pretty much ran into every situation that I could run into. Yeah. um, That I I know how to handle it. I know how to keep everything calm and still get it closed um, and help all of the families for sure. Okay. Um, so what does, what does your real estate team bring to its clients? Like what all, what all does your team involve in as far as bringing the clients? Like what all do they get? Um, so basically I actually just started my real estate team. Um, I thought a lot about what do I want to bring to the table? What kind of services do I want to offer? What perspectives do I want to bring? And I spent about a month from maybe June to July um, thinking about what I really wanted to have, um, how I wanted to, you know, train agents, how, what kind of leader I wanted to be. Um, At the end of July, beginning of August, you know, we created the team, uh, me and um, I have a transaction coordinator. Her name is Andrea. Um, We thought about it and basically just giving our clients a fresh new perspective to real estate. Um, There's so many things that are changing, especially with this, COVID got thrown at us this year. Um, So really just staying on top of all of the changes that go on in real estate, um, the shifts in the market, being able to be an expert still in every single market, 
being able to work with buyers, investors, sellers, wholesalers, everything, just having the the knowledge on what to do. Um, myself, I am younger. I'm only 23 years old, but wait, what? Uh-huh. You're 23. Uh huh. Oh, damn. I'm 23. So, I mean, a big part of why I wanted to create this is because a lot of my competitors in real estate, um, a lot of the other agents, they are definitely a little bit older. I have always been told, oh, you're too young to do mm-hmm. this. You can't do this. And what I say is, you know what? Watch me. I'm yeah. going to do it and why I'm going to do it better than I would have ever thought. So that's why, you know, I was actually told you can't graduate early in college. I did it. You can't be successful in real estate. And um, I feel like I am doing it. I feel like I'm trying my best every day to be successful, but definitely just bringing a, a whole new perspective to real estate, bringing a, a younger mindset, I would say, yeah. um, to the table and just being able to help clients as well as we can. Just really, I would say being like the superheroes of real estate. That's what we're here to do. You have a problem selling or buying a house. We come to the rescue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel, cause I know you brought up how, how there's, there's, there is always a lot of people who like, I think it's like an old mindset as far as people saying like, you can't do this or you can't do that. And it's because I think there's like, there's something that's already set mm-hmm. and people follow that. You get what I'm saying? And then yeah. if you don't do it that way, they think like you can't do that. You can't do that. Cause that's not how they did it. Yeah. Or that's how, how they did it. You can't do that. And I feel like there's like, they put these rules there and they feel if you go outside those rules, like you're not doing it the right way, you're not doing it correctly, or yeah. you just can't do it because they don't think you can. Um, does that motivate you? Because you're like, because you are younger and it's like people trying to say that you can't do something like there's no rules really to anything. If you could figure out other ways to do it. I think that I was, well, myself, I was always told, do you want to be a leader? Or do you want to be a follower? Yeah. Do you want to, mm-hmm. you know, start something new or do you want to follow the rest of the people and go the way that they're going? And um, if someone goes one way, everyone's going one way, I'm going to go the other way. And yeah. that's how I really think, you know, leaders are born. Um, but no, I, I really just think like being as best as you can be as a person. Um, it, it really does motivate me when someone says, I don't think you can do this. And that's what it, it really ignites this fire in me where it's yeah. like, I'm going to number one, I'm, I'm competing with myself, but um, I'm going to push myself beyond what I thought I can push myself. And I'm going to continue to be the best that I can be, continue to compete with myself. Um, and just, I, I definitely think it is portrayed with the families that I work with. They tell that, you know, I work so hard for them. I want nothing yeah. but success for them. I always want their real estate experience to be as great as possible. And sometimes it doesn't always go as smoothly, but Definitely. We do have a job. I do have a job to get this done and I do it as best as, you know, I can. And my team does it as best as they can for sure. That's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, what made you get into this field of work? Um, so in, uh, San Diego state, I studied business administration. So that's where I got my, my bachelor's degree in. And, um, my uh, two reasons why I got into real estate. The first reason is my family is all in real estate, pretty much. So uh, my parents are in real estate, uncle, aunt, you know, a lot of a lot of members in my family. So it was more of like a natural path to kind of follow um, to go into that. Um, I've seen since they were since I was younger, basically, the amount of work that you can put in and the rewards that you can reap from your hard work. Yeah. Um, being a small business owner, it's, you know, as much as you put in is as much as you're going to get this job, this career, this lifestyle, it is a hundred percent commission based. So you can spend two, three, four months on a, 
transaction and if it falls apart you don't get anything yeah so it's like you you do really want to do as best as you can not only for yourself but for the families that you're helping um the second reason why i am blessed to have fallen into real estate is because i love helping people i love helping families i love being able to make that difference um it was always told to me if i'm not helping you you're getting someone else helping you and they may be better they may not be better than the services that I can provide. But my job is just to help as many many families as I can um, have a successful experience and look back and think I had such a good real estate experience. And obviously, you are going to tell other people of the great experience that you had. And, you know, I'm happy to help those families as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, so I've seen on like your Facebook and your Instagrams, like, you win agent of the month. I, I, I don't know. I've, I haven't seen very much, but it seems like almost every month. But it, it looks like a, a lot. I'm, I'm not going to say every month, but it looks like a lot that you mm -hmm. win a lot. Um, it, what is that exactly? Like, what, is, what does it mean by agent, uh, agent of the month? What do you do to get that? Like, what is it? So I work at a company called Agent Core Realty. If you guys have not heard of it, it is um, it's a newer company, but everyone is kind of going to Agent Core. It's just like the new great thing that you know that's out there so at agent core we have a little bit over 100 agents Damn. um you either have to there are two belts now that you can win one is for units and one is for volume so basically the volume is the sales price of a home units is however many homes oh, you okay. sell okay for sure so you can win one of both categories a couple of the months i've won both um last both month on the same month yes last month i won um units and there was another agent who won volume um but i'm very competitive by nature i loved like i said to be the best that i can be and yeah. as a result of the hard work that is put in you know i do win sometimes but um basically out of the 12 months there's going to be 24 spots that you can win for units or volume you can win sometimes both um sometimes just one spot but yeah you have to be the top agent out of all of the hundred agents to kind of get that's that. a lot of agents yeah it's a big building <laughs> i didn't think there was that many agents though but yeah there's different um companies and uh little offices that work in the building itself but um agent core is in there they have uh, a lot of the first floor um is agent core and then upstairs there's some other offices and there's like a big uh lab that you can you know are they really popular ones. i think so i How's think um you know the building is like bright green. Yeah, so it definitely yeah. stands out. It's definitely bold. Um, I think, like I said, it's the new spot to be at. It's something that's different. It's yeah. something that's breaking the, the norm of, mm -hmm. you know, going to a traditional um, nationwide brokerage. It's not that. It yeah. is something and they are bringing a fresh perspective. And that's why I feel like I really aligned with this company. And that's mm -hmm. why I wanted to start my team here. It is more of like home to me. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, for sure. Matt, how'd you hear about him? From Instagram, from Agent Core Instagram. Oh, okay. You didn't know somebody who worked there or anything? Or? No, I just follow Agent Core on Instagram, and I saw them post him coming out with his belt. So. Oh, okay. But what made you follow uh, him? Is it somebody you did, like tagged him, or you just seen him? Or? Oh, yeah, I know other realtors that work for Agent Core. Oh, okay. Yeah, because after I seen it from yours, I seen other people start posting it, and I was just like, so is it popular? But I thought it had been open for a while. I didn't know um, it was new. Actually, when I feel like when I got my license, they just had opened up okay, their so, agent core company. Okay. Yeah. About huh. two two years ago, a little bit over two years. Okay. 
So can you speak on your work ethic and where does it come from? So you've pretty much said like, you're very competitive. You want to be the best at what you do. Um, and it seems like your drive isn't to be better than everyone else. It's just to be the best you. So like, what, what does that come from? Has it always been like just instilled in you as part of your family or is it just something that has always been just part of your mindset? I think that anyone who knows anyone in my family knows that they do work extremely hard. Um, they want the best for themselves also. And being raised ever since I was young, like I said, uh, my parents, they do work extremely hard and they have, you know, helped provide everything that I do have today. They have instilled a lot of knowledge and um, characteristics that I do have. I have worked ever since I was younger, maybe about 17 years old. Um, but, you know, I used to work at Hollister. I used to work at Starbucks. I used to work on my campus as a red residential advisor. And I've just always wanted to be the best. I've yeah. always wanted to um, help a company. I've always wanted to be a part of something bigger. And um, working at Hollister, you know, I they would really only give out like four or five hours a week to work. And I was like, why? But, like, yeah. Why can't I work, you know, more than that? So I found ways to become successful there um, when I worked at Starbucks. After six months when I was a freshman in college, um, I was like, how can I get promoted? So I went ahead and I walked into my manager's office and I asked, what do I need to do to get to the next level? And surprisingly, no one really asks that. I feel like a lot of people are definitely complacent with where they're at and yeah. they're okay with that. Mm. But I always want to learn more, know more, so I can be better for not only myself, but other people. Um, but for sure, definitely the environment that I was raised in, I was... Um, my family was always very hard on me to be better, be the best that I can be. And I'm very grateful for that. And I'm sure it's showing in the work that I do today. Yeah. Would you, would you give that some of some or all or of the, of what, ha what's, what's going on now? Would you give that the credit or would you kind of just say more of like, you just kind of learned from that mainly, like you just it's, took from it. I think there's people who actually have like, family parents who have like that strong work ethic but some people just don't they don't get it you know i've seen in both ways i've seen um like you can be provided everything and unfortunately mm -hmm. sometimes people yeah don't continue that path um i've seen that and i have seen success and i've just like i told you earlier ever since i was little maybe three or four year old four years old my parents asked me do you want to be a leader or do you want to be a follower and i said yeah. you know mom and dad i want to be a leader so ever since then i'm taking that initiative every day I wake up to just lead others around me to inspire other people to be the best and like I said it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter how much experience you do have if you try if you really want something better for yourself and if you want to be a part of something bigger um, there's nothing that's going to stop you yeah but that's dope because I feel like a lot of people who are going into their own businesses small businesses stuff like that um, you have to have some type of work ethic or drive like that to continue because it well depending because it took you two years but um like it starts slow and if you don't continue some people get discouraged and they don't have that mindset to continue keep going and going and going because sometimes it might take more than two years three yeah. four five six years and if you don't have that mindset to like i'm not gonna fail and just keep going you might just quit it's it's definitely all about having a positive mindset having yeah. an unbreakable spirit behind you and yeah being fearless every day, you know, you're going to have your great days. You're going to have your not so great days. And it's just waking up, feeling positive, waking up, 
thinking, you know, behind your why, like, why are you doing this? And my why is I just, I really, really have a passion for helping other people. And that's why I wake up every day and I just try to be as successful as I can be. And that's why I'm building something bigger than myself. Yeah. I'm trying to build a team of, you know, the strongest agents out there who can provide great service for our clients. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank uh, you. So I put this question there because I feel like everyone has, I, I don't know if everyone, but I would say that, um, yeah, everyone has some type of story for their first year in business. Um, like, so I think Matt, this is your first year, right, Matt? Like, yeah, it's my first year. So like, how was your first year running powerhouse podcasting? Uh, with COVID, it hasn't been the greatest. He's right. So he started like, so he <laughs> I started, started in February. Right? So he starts in February, March, boom, everybody gets right shut down. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, my first year is like photography. It's hard just because you're new. Yeah. People kind of just, you know, look at you as a newbie, mm -hmm. you know, so they just kind of take you as he's just trying, not really as. So how was your first year? How was it as far as did people right off the back take you seriously or was it just kind of like you had to grind it out and just make people take you seriously? So when I first got licensed, I was 20. I had just turned 21 about a I'm, week, a week after. I'm still kind of like crazy how <laughs> young you are. Yeah. Like, bro, like, because I remember you're like two years. I started you two years. I'm thinking like you're probably 25, 26, like. That's nuts. Okay, go ahead. My bad. <laughs> yeah. So um, just turned 21, basically. Um, my first six months um, for the rest of 2018, uh, it was really rough. It was not easy at all. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought that real estate was just all glamorous. You know, you would put your face on the yeah. sale sign. You would, you know, put your sign in the front yard and it would just sell itself. Yeah. And, you know, you would just be this local celebrity here in Bakersfield. Just like myself, there's two two thousand other people who <laughs> yeah. I'm sure thought the same thing. But yeah. um, definitely learning the skills behind what it takes to sell real estate. Um, it was really tough because you know you could go talk to a thousand people, and if you don't know what you're saying, how to say it, when to say it, you're not really going to get any people who want to work with you. But once you start learning that, it gets easier. Um, so my first six months, I only sold five houses, um, and then. Uh, after my first six months, I think, you know, I have a lot of coaches, a lot of mentors that I have been taught by. Um, I started to know what to say, when to say it, how to say it. And things got a little bit easier. Um, I kind of made 2019 more or less be my year. I say this year is going to be my year every year. But yeah, 2019, I did have a breakthrough and I was able to sell about 60 houses in that year. 60, six, zero. Six, zero. Yes. Yeah, damn. Um, so, you know, my goal for this year is obviously to help more families than I did last year. And I'm sure that's going to be the goal every year, but, um, just staying on top of it and no matter how rough it gets, just waking up, getting on your feet, no matter when someone knocks you down, just get back up and keep going. And that's what I did. And every, everyone in real estate will have that breakthrough. Sometimes it does take a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Um, thankfully I was able to get it after six months in this career, but, um, no, definitely it's not the easiest thing to start up in real estate for sure. Did you ever have a point where you were just like, ah, uh, maybe. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was a lot of days. I just, I was like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe, you know, yeah. I shouldn't be doing real estate. Maybe, you know, I should have tried something else. And maybe I should have stayed in San Diego and gotten in a nine to five job. But, you know, looking back at it, I'm so glad I kept going and kept pushing. Yeah. 
Um, I couldn't imagine having a nine to five job now, right? Right now, but um, I, I do work much more than nine to five, so I mean, yeah, that would yeah. be kind of cool. But um, no, it's like I say, you just got to keep going, and things get rough. Yeah, when yeah. it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's not so good. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I always talk to because uh, my sister, she runs her own like her bakery business. Mm-hmm. And I always tell her because she's been doing it for forever, but she always feels like I'm not getting nowhere. But she's way from when she started, she's she's getting a lot better from what she started. Yeah. But I always tell her, like, I think those rough days and then I think it's because I have like a really positive mindset now compared to when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like every time I'm having like a little rough patch or like a little rough area, I always think to myself, like, it's for a reason, you know, it's for a reason. So, like, let me get past this part so I can see a better side of it, you know. And it's like, I don't see it as like, okay, this is like the end, yeah. you know, like, okay, this is, I'm doing so bad now. I should just stop. It's like, cool. Like after this is over, it could only get better, you know? Yeah. No, some of my first coaches, they told me that the faster you fail, the faster you will succeed. So I've failed and failed and failed. Um, and it's rough when you fail that yeah. much, right? Yeah. But um, now it's like I said, I feel like there's not really any situations that I haven't experienced yet. Um because of my failures, I know how to succeed this time around. Yeah. And it's just going to keep building from there for sure. Do you feel a lot of people have that same mindset? I like to believe so. I think that everyone does have that mindset. Um, sometimes, like I said, it's just really difficult to get yourself out of that negative space and mm-hmm. remain in positivity and, you know, remaining, having that reasoning behind you of why you're doing this is to help other people. And it's hard sometimes for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to go through this question and then I actually did, which I didn't get too many because I just posted it this morning. So we're going to run through, can you give me the top five questions from your clients? Like, what are they like? If you could just feel like, Hey, every time I meet a new client, these are the top five questions they always ask. So, uh, like a lot of people, they haven't bought or sold a house yet. So the, the first question I would say is how do I buy a house? What do I need to do? Yeah. Um, so it's more of getting pre-qualified. <clears throat> with the loan officer. Um, and then we walk through that process. Number two, what is my home worth? So obviously, oh, okay. um, people, they go on Zillow, realtor.com, and those numbers aren't always accurate. That's why you need to have someone local and someone with experience to go in and walk through your home to tell you really what your home is worth. Um, number three, what do you charge? That is probably the biggest <laughs> question. What For do you real? charge? Yeah. Um, I get people, you know, saying, I, I know this person or this person and they'll charge this. Can you charge this? Really? Uh-huh. Oh, damn. I didn't know that. So like a, thing. a lot of the times and it's like, I mean, your commission is 100% negotiable. Yeah. But I know why I charge what I charge for a reason. Yeah. Um, and it's all of the services that you're getting and mm-hmm. you're getting me working for you. Right. Yeah. Um, the next question is, um, why would we hire you? instead of this person people ask you that uh-huh what the hell yeah i actually there's probably when you are going up for a job interview you could say when you're pitching yourself presenting yourself um there's probably about 50 questions that they could potentially ask you and yeah. objections that they could ask you um so those are just a few but um yeah knowing why i'm different and i i think that in this what half an hour we've been talking you can see how passionate i am yeah. for what i do and yeah that's what's different. Sometimes that is portrayed across when I'm talking to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't just depending on that person. Um, but I think that's, that's 
pretty much the main questions that I do get asked um, in my day-to-day life, for sure. Matt, what would be the top two questions you ask? I ask, what do you mean? I ask a realtor? What, what would you ask? Oh, I would, that, the questions he said. I, first thing I want to know, percentage. Are you 6%? Are you 4.5%? What What can you give me the best deal on? So you're pretty familiar. Because I with... sold three. I mean, I bought and sold three houses. Oh, okay. Uh, and so then my second question is just like, what are you going to, kind of like you said, like there's, I think, I don't know how many realtors there is in Bakersfield, but there's thousands. I probably know 50 realtors. God damn. And uh, I'm going to say, what are you going to do that these guys aren't going to do? Oh, okay. So that's like a real question then. Mm-hmm. Mikey, what would be the top two questions you ask? I wouldn't even know. You don't even know where to start. I think yeah, he's pretty much like where I'm You know, how do I, what, or where do I start? Um, how much is my house worth? Um, yeah, that, that would literally, because I'm still going to be buying a house pretty soon. But um, yeah, I would literally be at the beginning of those questions. Yeah, that's pretty much where I started. I was just like, yeah. Um, but I think, because I think I've dealt with two, two realtors before you. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like, they both felt pushy. It was kind of just like they they seemed like they were just too like I sales mini. Yes. Like I need this, you know, and when I met you, you were very calm. You were, you were extremely confident. And it wasn't like a confident where you were just like it wasn't like a cockiness. It was like a confident and like I like I can get this done for you, like without a problem. And then you were so on top of everything. You were just. It's just like I had like I had no questions. Like you brought so much stuff to the table that like before I could ask a question, it was done. Yes. Like I had no questions for you. So I was just like, well, where do we go now? You get what I'm saying? So uh, it wasn't always like that. Like I said, you know, um, it's definitely working on those skills, working on, you know, how I can. The first question I asked you was, how can I help you? Yeah. Like, what What do you need? And um, I, I do help a lot of families. And it's like it. Look at it like this. If you're working with a real estate agent who you are their only client, they have to sell your home or they yeah. do not get paid. They do not get fed. They cannot provide for themselves. Yeah, um, for me, it's more of I'm used to helping so many different families. And it's like I don't chase the money anymore. That's not what I do. I chase helping other families buy and sell their homes. And it's just it's so exciting and so rewarding for me to be able to experience that. For you to go ahead and, you know, get as much money as possible for your home. Yeah. I feel like I did my job and I accomplished what I was hired to do. Yeah, for real. And that's what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. You're not paying for someone just putting your home on the market and that's it. Yeah. And putting a sign in the front yard. You're getting so much more behind that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um. Before we jump to the other questions. So, I put on Instagram to see if anybody would ask questions. So, I got three questions. Okay. Um, usually, I get a few more, I think, because I only did it so early. Uh-huh. Um. So the first, I usually don't mention their names either. So um, just okay. in case anybody gets like, why'd you put my name out there? <laughs> yeah. um, so the first question was, okay, is there such thing as waiting to buy a house because they are high in price? So I'm guessing. Like a buyer's market, seller's market? Yeah. So I'm guessing like, do you wait because they're too high, I guess? Yeah. Um, I hear this every day. Should we wait? Should we not wait? Why would we wait? Um. Right now, we're definitely, we are in a seller's market. Um, There are multiple offers on a home. Um, It is a very competitive market, um, but the interest rates are very low. They're historically low. They're under 3% right now if you're buying a home. Therefore, the prices are a little bit higher. Um, They are a little bit more competitive. But when the prices do go down, the interest rates are going to go up a little bit So it kind of almost 
balances. Yeah. So I think that if you do not have the correct representation, it's going to be a nightmare to get yourself into a home. Yeah. But if you know someone who knows how to work around the market, work around, you know, their colleagues, their peers, it's not really that difficult to get you into a home. And I'm helping, you know, lots of families buy homes right now. Um, it's, it's like I said, it doesn't always have to be difficult. If you work with someone who knows what they're doing, they'll be able to get you into home, you know, pretty easy, I would say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one is, do you need a agent to buy, do you need an agent to buy a house? You don't necessarily need an agent, a real estate agent to help you purchase or help you sell a house. However, there are a lot of, um, things that your normal everyday person does not know. There is a lot of liability behind purchasing or selling a home, um, whether you're buying or selling. Um, there are different aspects, and that's why you know you hire a professional, right? Okay. I would kind of compare it to if you're sick or you're ill, are you gonna treat yourself or are you gonna go to a doctor? Okay. Sure. Right. You can treat yourself. Yeah. You can go online and see freak yourself happens. out a little bit. See what happens. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you're gonna go to someone who is a professional who can correctly diagnose you and help you get what you want, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like you answered this one earlier. Well, if you want to just give like a brief yeah. answer. So it's, um, what all does, what all does the agent do for you? So I'm guessing like, what does the agent do? Every agent is different. Some agents are going to do a lot less than others. Some agents are going to do a lot more for others. Um, I obviously do much, much more than most real estate agents out there. I feel like, yeah. um, but definitely just facilitating the process and, it's the level of customer service that you're going to experience. Yeah. I work every single day. I'm, you can text me, you can call me and yeah. how quick do I respond? Fast. Yeah. So it's, um, the level of care that you're getting, mm-hmm. um, in this process, whether you are buying a home for the first time, it can be scary. You don't really know what to expect. So I'm, you know, I'm there for you the whole process, whether you're selling or whether you've done this time and time before, right? Um, every single real estate transaction is different. Um, even though you could have done this before, some things might be different and you might not know what to expect in those different situations. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is, has there ever been like a red flag situation that you can actually speak about as far as selling a house? Like, is there any situations where like maybe selling someone's house where you're just like, Oh this is going to be a problem or this is going to be an issue or we can't because of this, or is there anything that throws a red flag when you see a house? Like this is some of the issues you guys can run into about your house when you're selling. Um, I think that I've dealt with pretty much every single situation you can deal with. Um, yeah. I've walked into homes where they're complete disasters. Mm-hmm. There is like trash everywhere. There is, you know, it's just the whole, the whole home is taken apart. So that doesn't scare me. Um, Right. It might not necessarily go a certain way, whether you're trying to sell it, um, you might have to sell it cash. You might you know, be able to get some buyers with a loan for it. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily say there's been red flags. I think what the biggest red flag for me would be um, is I've gotten pretty good at discerning whether a buyer, whether a seller is actually motivated to buy or sell. I think that a lot of people sometimes they say, oh, I want to buy a home and we go through the motions and they don't necessarily do want to buy a home. They're just kind of wasting time right okay. so knowing when someone really doesn't need your help i'm when someone doesn't need your help and learning to more or less not work with those people anymore i have actually had clients where i have to had told them like i don't know what your situation is but it's you know we've looked at x amount of homes or 
you know, we've gotten X amount of offers on your home and you're just not wanting to move forward. So at that point, you know, I'll have to exit the situation and they'll have to work with a different real estate agent. Um, because if I'm working with someone who is not motivated, I am distracting myself from helping all of those families that are try, motivated, yeah. that do really, really need my help. Yeah. So that's what I've gotten really good at discerning over the last couple of years. Do you think there's a reason for that? Why people do that? Like maybe like wanting to sell, but then just kind of like, I'm not going to know. Get like really hesitant. Like what could th- be the reason for that? I think that a lot of it is fear. Um, they don't know what to expect sometimes. They don't know where they're gonna go next. They don't know, you know, really what's going to happen. As good as I can be at as explaining a situation, explaining what to expect. Yeah. Sometimes someone just really doesn't believe, you know, what I'm saying or doesn't believe in themselves, doesn't believe, you know, that they can make this amount of money selling a home or that they can have this smooth experience. Um, they're just not ready to commit, I would say sometimes, but most of the times, you know, we don't really run into those types of clients. Yeah. Um, I just typically don't work with those clients to begin with. Um, but yeah. Um, you mentioned like, you're not really worried about, like you said, you walk in sometimes the houses are like destroyed. I know when I was selling my house, like I was worried about like the paint and like all kinds of stuff. I remember how calm you were. And I was just like, man, like, you know, like I, I kind of seemed like super paranoid. I felt like like the like the value just went down. Like the, there was like super minimum stuff wrong with it. But I felt like it was just a crazy amount. And he was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And me and my wife, like after you would leave, we're like, should we still do it? Should like, you know, I'm saying like, should we still do it or not? Like, like we like we trusted you. But then we're just kind of like, yeah, we hear other people like, oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. I'm like, and then like after you brought the offers, I'm like, like he was literally right. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like he was just so super calm about it. And I was just like, so how does that affect people's houses? then if like, I think that definitely number one, honesty is the best policy. You know, we did walk the home together. Mm -hmm. I did point out a few things that I feel needed to be done. Um, There were a couple of things where I told you, if you can do this, do it. If not, don't worry about it. Because a lot of times sellers, they go in and they renovate all of these things in their home. They spend money on flowers. They spend money on plants. They spend money on countless things. Those items are not necessarily going to change your home's value. Um, it's going to change the appeal that a buyer is going to feel when they're walking into a home. Um, but like I said, in this market that we're in, we're in a seller's market. Um, your home was relatively new and mm-hmm. it was just very cosmetic, very, very small things, right? For example, if you know you were going to spend all this money putting laminate flooring or tile flooring in the bedrooms or putting a brand new carpet, the next buyer, they might not want that. They might just tear out the carpet that you just put in and put something else. Okay. So there, there's some things where it does make sense um, to make those changes, make those little upgrades, touch-ups, and sometimes it doesn't. But that's what I said, you know, always ask a real estate professional, have them walk the home with you, because if they can save you that money, save that money. Yeah. Right. Like, which we, yeah. Exactly. It's crazy. We saved, because we were like, we were like budgeting, like, okay, this is how much we're going to spend to do it. And then we're like, we literally didn't spend anything. Like, mm-hmm. it was crazy. Um, okay. So, um, the next question is, so I usually, so my opinion on this, so let's ask the question first. Okay. Uh, does social media have a big impact on real estate nowadays? Um, I think that it didn't have that much of an impact in the last few years. I think that because of our current situation with what we are all dealing with, with this COVID, it has gone up dramatically in how much it does impact real estate. Because, for example, we used to be able to do a lot of open houses. We yeah. would advertise, you know, our open houses. We would 
call the neighborhood. We would do all of these things. And, you know, we can't really rely on that anymore. But social media is there. People are sitting on their couches at home. People are, you know, doing whatever they're doing, especially when all of this was happening. They were going on Facebook, going on Instagram um, to get answers for their questions. And I think more than ever right now, it's social media is running real estate more mm -hmm. or less, right? You still have your basic fundamentals, but it definitely does attribute to real estate for sure. Do you think that maybe that was there before, but nobody really caught onto it just because there was something already there that was just. I think so. Yeah. I think that a lot of people were more, I don't want to say forced to mm. start using social media if they weren't um, like my generation or, you know, younger people, they do always use social media. That's just been a thing for us. Um, someone who is a little bit older may not have necessarily used different social media platforms that they do use today. Um, but I think that it is definitely a necessity in yeah. um, any small business. Anything you need to advertise, yes, right? Exactly. You need to, you know, let people know what's going on in your life. And it is definitely helping other people, other small businesses be successful in their day-to-day -day life. Yeah. And that, that was my opinion because like, I feel like as far as any small business or even real estate, because I thought about like one thing I, and that's one of the reasons I started a podcast was because like showing people who you are as a person, mm -hmm. I think that goes a long way in your business. I agree. Cause I, cause I feel, um, what I started learning is that people, sometimes people book you or they, they hire you because of the person you are as well, mm -hmm. not just of what you do or not just what you provide. Um, it's of who you are, your personality, your character. And I feel like social media allows you to show that. And it also allows you to generate a lot of, of following and people and to show what you do. So I felt like when I seen real estate started actually like getting an insight, I'm like, how, how did that take so long? Yeah. You know, like what, what took it so long to get that? And then, like you said, like more and more people started. forced it into mm -hmm. it. Like, do you think it'll go back to where like people don't use it? I don't think so. Me either. I think it's going to stay to where like, it's a big, it's a big, it's a big platform to use and like, why not use that? It's another tool. It's you're, people are starting to see the advantages of using social media Definitely. versus not using it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's pretty much free, right? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think it's, free. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So those are pretty much most of the business questions. Okay. Um, and I appreciate all the information that you gave us, man. No problem. Um, so we're going to jump into these. They're just pretty much fun questions, man. Okay. We need a name for the segment. Yeah, you need a name. That's what I was thinking, man. I always tell them, like, I don't know what they are, but we need a name for the segment. Uh, we need to come up with one. So, like I said, they're 10 questions, and they're just very random. So, um, we're all going to answer them. So, you'll start off. You'll answer. We'll go to them, and we'll just see everybody's opinion. Okay. Uh, so, what has been or what is the worst email address you've ever heard? You can say it. <laughs> um, but a real one not movies because there's movies ones that are really bad but like have you ever had a bad email address when you were younger or you know I've, that you I've definitely run across people having email addresses where they're just like like you made them when you were like eight years old <laughs> and you're running your professional business with this email yes address. and they don't ever change it bro <laughs> and they'll read it because you know I'll, I'll meet them at open houses or i'll meet them somewhere else yeah. and i'll ask them for their email and they read it to me and i kind of just stare at them <laughs> and i'm like is this a joke like are you kidding with me or not you pass them the papers back yeah i, I don't think email. i can actually you know 
say what they are on here. Yeah, but yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, I get I've it. I get some, it. Okay, for sure. Some strange ones for sure. But you never had, you never heard none. Hey, honestly, I can't think of one like weird that email. Thing? I don't really deal with people's emails. Like I'm sure you do. As a realtor, you're probably yeah, dealing with emails a, a lot, but like I don't deal with people's emails. But you, you've seen movies where they're just like like crazy emails. Yeah. Well, more like uh, or like usernames, like or on like video games. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy on there, Mikey. But, you ever? Same thing. I don't really deal with too much crazy emails. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like from a professional standpoint, like a like a, a serious email, no, not really. But I know some funny ones of gamer tags and stuff like that. Gamer but yeah, tags. Not 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 so much on emails. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna put my wife on blast, but like I'm not gonna put her email out there. But she, <laughs> yeah, but she has an email. I'm like, you gotta change it already. Like you gotta change. It. Like there's no reason you're still using that email. And it's like, like you said, like. She probably wasn't eight years old, but like I, I actually just, look forward to asking my clients, like, okay, what's your email address? Because I've gotten some strange ones. Yeah, I'm just like the hardest part for me is staying like calm and collected, not questioning it. Yeah, just put writing it down and using that email for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> do you do you have people that you wouldn't respond to immediately? Do you get text messages and you'd be like, eh. I think we all have those people. I don't. Um, <laughs> okay yeah yeah <laughs> for sure i mean if you yeah. look at my phone right now i probably have a lot of unread text oh. messages <laughs> um they they you know iphone has this really cool button where it says read all so you don't have to you know kind of oh. deal with seeing that notification but okay. um no i mean i i do respond to everyone yeah um anyone who does text me or call me but yeah. there are some people where i will pick up right away and some people where you know i'll let it ring a few times some people i'll get back to them i'll have them leave a voicemail yeah, you know how it is. Matt do, you, never... do you have that receipt thing on where you you could tell that people read the message? You can actually pick and choose who you want to have that on for. You can, huh? <laughs> so my default <laughs> setting is to not have it on. Um, and then you pick and choose. And then yeah, I have my choose. all minds are off. I don't want no one to know I saw their message. Yeah, yeah. or I'm typing something. I'll be watching people, just waiting for them to be <laughs> read. A little bubble. <laughs> Matt yeah. never responds to me. This dude, I swear I, I can't get a hold. The of only him. person I do that to is you, Damien. So. Man, I can't get a hold of him for nothing. But as soon as he texts me, he wants a response. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite social media app ever? Um, I would have to say Instagram. Instagram. You weren't. You're, saying, are you old enough for MySpace? I was going to say, you're young, so you don't MySpace, huh? I don't know. I never had a never MySpace. MySpace. I, I do. I'm still, I'm still boggled on how young he is. Yeah. This you don't know Tom, like, huh? Really young. Tom. You don't know Tom? No. That's crazy. Now, Tom was I, like the guy who like was makes always old Tom Yeah, yeah, for real. I'm I'm 31 and I was like, I still feel like I'm there, really? like I'm the middle, you know. But like now, you really make me feel young <laughs> or feel old. <laughs> like, damn. I do really like Facebook though. I think yeah. that it is very very informative. Instagram is you know more pictures, but I think yeah. that there's different things. Obviously, why you use those different social media platforms, mm -hmm. um, for sure. What which which one is more fun to you? Instagram is Instagram. more more fun. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of people are transitioning to have their business run by Instagram. Yeah. Um, like my Facebook is mostly all of my business and I'm starting to transition it more to Instagram, Instagram right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't do TikTok? No. Don't plan to? I don't think there's going to be a TikTok anymore. Oh, true, yeah. huh? No, they got, they, they're in the process of being purchased by Walmart and Oracle. Oh, are they? Yeah. I have no idea, but yeah. no, I, I just nah. never really got into that. I've seen people who are transitioning into like their business into it and I'm, I'm just waiting to see someone who 
how they do it so also i can like can do it in a, yeah like, i'm like okay yeah how we could do it i mean it's done i've been done with everybody i think facebook mm-hmm. did it and somebody did it with instagram so yeah i'm just kind of just waiting along <laughs> um walmart or target target sorry everybody's target right 100 percent. yeah for sure yeah i just put in there because yeah i hate walmart too man they're the worst customer service ever I think the well, yeah. I'm not gonna bash anybody. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. I could I could rant about Walmart right now, but <laughs> I'm just not gonna do it. I think Target is just easy. You yeah. walk in, you get what you want, and you walk out, and there's no drama. Unless you're my wife, you go to Target and she just don't walk out ever. <laughs> she just <laughs> keeps going and spending money. Nah. Um, what is okay? So don't say dogs, okay? But what is the worst pet to have? Don't say. Dogs. Don't say dogs. I have two dogs. I love them. The worst pet that I've seen in a the, home. The worst pet that no, the worst pet to have just in general. Like, what's the worst pet ever? Like, I just think a turtle is a bad pet. What? What do you I, do with I a turtle? A turtle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my bad. I apologize. I'm gonna I say this is the worst pet because I'm highly allergic to this pet, so I just can't. I'm <sighs> unfortunately whether I love them or don't, don't love them. It's I not can't, a dog. I can't be around them. No, it's definitely cats. I'm cats, not a cat okay. person. Yeah. I'm not a cat um, person either. I, I don't. I don't hate them, but like. They're just, they're just vicious sometimes. Yeah. Like I've always just remember cats, like they would just scratch attack me you and attack yeah. me. Yeah. And, and they yeah. hate being around you. Like I have big old dogs and they always want to cuddle. No, I'm actually getting a dog right now. Oh, so. Okay. What kind? Uh golden doodle. Okay. Matt, you have a dog? Yeah. And you have a turtle? Yep. It's weird. And a chicken. Why do you have a chicken? Because it's cool. <laughs> All right. Mikey, <laughs> you have any pets? No, no pets, man. You don't have an iguana? Yeah, no, I, I just uh allergies don't really allow me to have pets. Even an iguana? Sneezing all the time, dog hair everywhere. Like, yeah, oh, I can't okay. do it, man. True. Can't do it. Okay. Um, so, well, you're not that far off from high school because you're really young. <laughs> no, right. Damn. Like, uh, so if we were to take you back to high school uh-huh. and let's say, could you give me your best excuse on why you wouldn't have turned your homework in? What would, like, if your teacher came in and you're like, damn, you forgot your homework, what is your best excuse you give your teacher? Well, I definitely had a lot of excuses, okay? <laughs> what so, is the most dramatic excuse you can give them? I think one time I said, um, you know, I got out of the car and I fell down <laughs> when I was getting dropped off. And then my homework, like my whole backpack got run over. <laughs> and like the backpack got like stuck on the wheels and like dragged down the street straight movie scene well one time i think i i I almost like threw my backpack away to like go with the excuse yeah because i like i couldn't oh because you couldn't bring it back yeah you're like i found the car that took my that took my backpack no no i was i was a pretty good student in high school college but i mean there are some times where you know yeah you just happen yeah matt what's your worst excuse again dude i'm boring i don't know i would just say i forgot i don't i never would come up with like some crazy excuse Give me a crazy excuse. Nah, I don't have one. I mean, I would just say, yeah, I would just say I forgot. Your chicken ate it? That would be a pretty good excuse. It was under your turtle? <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, what's your crazy excuse? Dinosaur ate it? <laughs> no, I don't I don't really know. Um yeah, my excuses are lame. I'll just I'll just say I, I lost it. Um, <laughs> I just lost it. Yeah, I lost my backpack. Even like you say, yeah, then I mean, dang, the next day I can't come with it because I got to keep up with that. Life. Yeah. So, sometimes what I will do is I'll try to find a way that I could blame it on them, though. Like if they said something in the assignment what? weird and be like, oh, no, I thought that meant that it was not due today. Like I'll try to find a way out. Of I didn't it. bring it. 
All right. Um, what's the best pizza in town? Do you like pizza? Yeah, I like pizza. Pineapple um, going pizza. Yup. I've tried oh. it. I've tried pineapple on pizza. Oh. I will eat it, but I don't love it. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, it's I not, like to try everything, but okay. it's um, not bad then. You don't mind it? I don't mind it. But you wouldn't order it? Yeah, I wouldn't order it. Um, I think that Cataldo's has really good pizza. I also really like BJ's pizza. BJ's is good. Cataldo's, mm-hmm. that's the big one. Yeah, they're okay. a little bit. Is that one. good? I've never had it. Yeah. That's like you'd say that's the best? Mm, I really like BJ's pizzas, I would say. If I had to order, like, it would be BJ's. BJ's that was like, if you had to order from every place right now for free, you'd get BJ's. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Matt, what's yours? Are you going to be mad if I don't say Pizza Hut? Because I work there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Zeppos. It's like a newer place, but it's real. It tastes like real, like, homemade-ish. Uh, it's really good. Mikey? I don't know. I, I guess I would have to say Rusty's, maybe. Rusty's Pizza. Rusty's cool. Yeah, it's definitely not like a, not Pizza Hut. <laughs> they hate me. I'm telling you, they hate me. No. I like the cheese. At least they didn't say Domino's. I know for real. <laughs> yeah, Dom- Domino's or Little Caesars. Like you guys say any of those. Um, okay. So, what is your, what is your biggest fear? Or like, not as fear as like in life or anything. Like, do you have like any phobias? Anything that you're just like scared of? Like, like I hate snakes. Like I like I like extremely hate snakes. Like just in general. And I work in oil fields. So like when people are just like, oh, there's like I hate that. Like I hate it. Like I just extremely hate them. So is there anything like that that you hate? I think I'm definitely scared of sharks. Shark- there's <laughs> sharks. no like oh, okay. So like like if you're like, out in the ocean or something. Yeah, like I will not go in the ocean like more than like my Oh, niece. so like even if you're at the beach, that's uh-huh. how scared you are. It's cause you're well, I'll go in. I'm just I won't go like head in yeah. like swimming <laughs> in the ocean. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Matt, clowns. Nah, I mean, I don't like spiders. Spiders? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not yeah, like, I'm I not gonna spiders. run away from one, but yeah. like, that's I definitely don't like. I'm not gonna touch it. I don't even like killing them. But yeah, yeah, me too. I hate tarantula looking things. Like anything that's <clears throat> bigger than like a little ant looking thing, like I hate them. Mikey, you know those big old like outdoor roaches that fly. I hate those. Those creep me out. Those little beetle I don't things. even kill them. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate those. Wait, the ones that people catch? No, 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 no. Those, those are those are all right, but it's like those big water roaches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And all for right. some reason, I don't know how and when, but they fly. <laughs> I don't know how like, or I when can't stand those or roaches. where. Oh, but... Disgusting, man. How did you become scared of sharks? You don't, I don't know? know. I used to watch a lot of like baby shark, shark week, shark week, <laughs> and like, I'm like, oh, it looks scary. And then I used to watch these like movies where they just eat your legs. And then, <laughs> like yeah. just everything, just like the worst part of sharks. Yeah. Have you watched uh-huh. that movie? Uh, I think it's called Forty Seven Meters. Mm-mm. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You would probably hate that yeah. movie. That probably. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. You hate it. sharks? You would hate <laughs> that movie. Okay. Um. So this is the last question, and I'll put it on there because I'm dumb. Uh, which situation is worse, running out of gas or getting a flat tire? Which situation would you rather be in? Um, probably a flat tire. Flat tire, mm-hmm. Matt. I don't know if if I'm close to a gas station, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather not have gas. But if I'm in the middle of nowhere, flat tire. <laughs> Mikey. Yeah, I think a flat tire flat is tire. worse because I mean, yeah, gas. Once you put the gas in, you just get going, getting up, and just go. See, yeah, I just call somebody AAA don't know how to do a tire. They just <laughs> yeah, come fix my tire. See, the pro- the problem with it is like I run out of gas like once a month because 
my car, my car's thing don't work and I don't pay attention. So it runs <laughs> out a lot and I'm always, I'm an hour away. Your, your work car. Yeah. So like, I'm always like 30 minutes from a gas station. <laughs> so I'm always just stuck on the road walking to like a gas station or something. So yeah, I would say gas. I hate like running out of gas, but I put that on there because I always run out of gas. So do you have a spare if your tire went out? I don't know. I'm not sure. I might probably not. <laughs> I don't think I have a spare. You guys have a spare? You have a spare tire? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're kind of a spare. Yeah, yeah, you guys do? Yeah, I need to check. But yeah, so those are all 10 questions. Those are... Not bad, right? No, no, not too dumb. Um, yeah, that was it. Nice. So cool, man. Uh, I appreciate you coming. Of course, um, thank you for having me. Oh, no, definitely. And um, I appreciate that you pretty much said yes, like on the first invite. You know, sometimes I have to reach out to people a few times, and yeah. Um, and thank you for the information. Thank you for you know opening them up, opening up about your business and how things work. Of course, and um, giving the viewers pretty much kind of the inside on how real estate works yeah and if, if i may say i'm being to how young he is i wish i had that state of mind yeah of that age because at, at that 23, age i was nowhere near how he is i'm just like focusing on just crap like i wish i just had that mindset of yeah that he has so i figure by now at 31 and i'd be better off yeah than you know yeah it's, it's now but yeah, it's not very often. I, I admire that you, at a young age, is like so passionate about what you do. Thank You're you. focused on what's important at a really young age, and that that's awesome. We need more people like that, definitely. Yeah, thank you. We need. I think, and another thing too. I think we've talked to somebody like, how do we figure out how to get younger, like a younger generation, um, younger kids, to to this mindset, so when they're in school and getting out of school, to continue this mindset. I think. Like, like I said, his same thing at my age at 20, 21, like I had no, no type of drive, sure no type what you wanted to do yet. I, yeah. I kind of had an idea, but yeah. then I like in the mornings, I didn't want to get up and do it. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have a drive, like what you're talking about. Yeah. And I feel like, are we, are we not doing enough for the kids to have a mindset like that? Are we not, you know, like, where are we failing to where they're not having this type of drive and motivation? You know, I've been asked this question a lot. Like, is it nature versus nurture? What, yeah. what do you feel it is? Um, I think, like I said, it's a combination of a lot of things. I feel like a lot of the times you either have it or you don't. Yeah. And sometimes you you can implement that in, you know, like your kids. You can you can try to do that. Um, but, I mean, that's why I'm here. You know, that's what I feel like my goal is, is to um, head this generation to, you know, a much better path and have the world be a part of, um, much, much stronger leaders. Um, like I said, I don't care how young you are. You can still yeah. be a strong leader no matter what. And that's what I'm here to do. At least here in Bakersfield, I'm going to continue to be, you know, a really strong leader in this community that we do live in. And I'm going to continue to, like I said, just be there for as many people as I can. Yeah. And, and man, like everybody should be grateful for people like that. Of course. Because, um, it's not often that you find that, especially at a young age. Well, thank Especially you. Especially at that young age. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, I really appreciate, you know, definitely. you having me here. Um, like I said, if you guys know anyone who is looking to buy or sell real estate, I would love to help them just like I helped your family. Okay. For sure. All right. And um, thank you, everybody who was tuned in and stay tuned in. And um, thanks for watching another episode. And we'll keep in touch. Peace. Big Papa, I'm signing. Ask about the date, what she wanted.